All right, I got a feeling that this will be the one. This is going to be the one that actually goes out there to your ears from my mouth. You like that? You like that, huh? Me talking? I like it. I like the sound of my own voice. You know? That's why I do this. That's why I do this weird podcast. It's a weird thing that I do. It's a it's a weird it's a weird it's a weird thing to to, to just be like I'm uh, I'm gonna talk and then uh, that's it. I'm just gonna talk. I'll put it out there. I won't I won't tell nobody about it. <laughs> but uh, you know I'm gonna do it and just and see what happens. You know, we'll see. But you know, good things have come have come from this podcast. You know, like uh, I would I would say I would classify myself as a touring comedian. And it's because of this podcast, you know? It's the only the only reason is because I have this podcast. You know? Because I had my guy Jacob Williams on, and then we became friendly, and then I became his uh his employee. I manage his tour. And as a tour manager, you get to decide who goes on the tour. And I picked me. Um so yeah. So that's that's something. You know? So that's why I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep doing this. Who knows? Who knows what will happen? You know, most likely very bad things. <laughs> most likely, you know, and that's you know something. I'm okay with that. I want, I want, you know, bring it on. You know, I probably said the N word in every episode of this podcast. Go find it. Steve Grillo said it <laughs> like four episodes ago. Go listen to that one. He was on Howard Stern for eight years as an unpaid intern. Isn't that cool? And then he's on my podcast. I didn't pay him either. You believe that shit? He did it for free. What a sucker. He came on my podcast for free. Sammy didn't. I had to pay Sammy. I pay him in attention. Not dollars. Dollars is not what he needs. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so cool. So uh, so yeah. Uh, so this is, this is it. This is me talking. And that's that's uh that's about uh that's about it. So what do you want to talk about? You want to talk about movies? I saw a movie the other day. I saw I saw this movie called Oppenheimer. It was uh it was a pretty good movie, you know? I got to I went I like I people said to me, "You got to watch it in IMAX." And it's got to be 70 millimeters. I don't know what that means. I know it's like fancy. It's like an old, the way they used to make movies and shit. And then they were like, for this one, we're going to like do it again this this old way. Um, but I went I went, and I missed it the first time it was out in theaters in 70. I kept getting tickets and then canceling. And then I finally, I was actually going to go with Rosbelski. And Rosbelski canceled on me like two days in a row. He didn't come on my pod. He was, did you notice, by the way? You've been listening to this podcast, you know, in the last episode. I was saying that Rosbelski would be on the next one. And surprise, bitches. He's not. Because uh, he's going through some, some you know, listen, his, uh, there's some issues with his grandparents. Uh, his grandparents, who I've never met, are in my thoughts and prayers. Uh, I, unfortunately, I don't pray, and I only think about myself. But in this moment, I'm thinking about them because I brought them up for some reason. So uh, I hope Ross's, Ross's grandparents get better. Um, and who, who knows if that's real? 
you know, he might have just, he might just not want to hang out with me, you know, and that's also okay. Like that's, I mean, you know, I would prefer that actually than for there to be some, some older family members who are having some health problems. I would rather it be a lie because that would mean that the bad thing isn't true, you know? I don't know. That's all. That's my opinion. Take it or leave it. You know, you press play. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I went to see Oppenheimer in 70 millimeters and I don't know. It just, the screen was kind of dirty. Like that was, there was all these flicks, like specks and shit. It looked like bugs. And I kept thinking there was like a bug on the projector and then I realized, oh no, that's just, that's just what I paid extra for. I mean, I didn't pay extra because I have a, a membership to AMC because I'm a, I'm a movie dork, supposedly. But that's what, you know, I waited. And specifically had to go to this theater so I could see specs of, you know, I don't know, sediment or whatever, you know, just like, just dust and just dirt, um... That's you pay extra for if it's it's like ripped jeans, you know. You don't want to get jeans that aren't broken. <laughs> you know, you people you want a little, uh, you know, it's like a towel. You know, you don't want you don't want a brand new towel. You want a towel that's been worn in a little bit. You want one that's been used to dry a couple of fellas in the past. You know, you don't want a towel that's never dried a couple of fellas before. If you're the first fella that's drying yourself off with a towel, it's not it's not going to work. It's not going to work. You never want to be the guy to take a towel's virginity. You know, cuz it's cuz the towel doesn't know what it's doing. It really it doesn't. It takes a towel a long time. And by the way, this is not an analogy for sex with women. I would never demean women that much to compare them to a towel. I'm talking about towels. I don't like in brand. I like I got my old towel, you know. And by the way, is this am I talking about this because I just watched an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry gets yelled at by Susie for having ratty old towels and he says he likes old Yeah, that's why that's why this is in my head right now. But it's so true. It's so true. You know, you know you watch TV and you just go it's so true. You know? Don't you love that feeling? You watch the news, you go, it's so true. You know, you watch a TikTok, you go, oh, that's so true. We all, we just want to be like, oh, that's so true. You go to a comedy show, you go, oh, that's so true, even though it's all fake. It's all, <laughs> it's all, I mean, not really, I don't know. It's better when you fake it, you know. I mean, my dad's really a Holocaust survivor. Anybody listening who's heard me do stand-up before and mention that, that's a fact, you can go listen back on this podcast, Irving Schild episode, I don't know. He's on here twice. Maybe we'll have him on again. Maybe. But yeah. So Oppen Oppenheimer was all right. But you know something? It was like, everybody was like, oh, you gotta see it. You gotta see it in IMAX, bro. This isn't a movie that you get... On your television screen, your tiny little, your tiny little Mickey Mouse TV you got in your living room, you know, no, you gotta watch it in IMAX, bro. This movie was made for IMAX. I, there was like one scene 
that was cool because of it. The rest of it, it's all just people talking. It's two hours and 58 minutes of people talking and two minutes of an explosion. <laughs> That's, spoiler alert, that's the movie, you know? And listen, what it, I'm not criticizing. The, it was a good movie, you know? But, like, and the explosion scene was cool. The rest of the parts when everybody was talking, they had this guy play Einstein, you know? Albert Einstein. Am I trying too hard with pronouncing things? Weird? Albert Einstein, who the fuck do I think I am? They had fucking Einstein. They had a guy playing him. And listen, I didn't know, I didn't know Albert personally, but it seemed like it was a pretty good... Uh, performance, you know, I was convinced that it was Einstein. Like, I'm not, I'm not any, I'm not like an Einstein about Einstein, but I was, you know, I thought this guy was the real, you know, cause I, cause I was watching a movie, suspension of disbelief, you know, but, uh, but yeah, two hours, 58 minutes, talkie talkie, two minutes of baboom, you know, and it's cool because, cause first you see the explosion. You know, and you see everything, You're, and it's silent. Spoiler alert, by the way, it's it's silent. You see this giant pillar, and it's glorious. This giant pillar of flame. I don't know how the hell they made it, but it was great. You know, and then right when you think, all right, I guess a nuclear bomb doesn't make any noise. Right when you think that, boom! That's when they get you. They jump scared me a little bit. I'll, I'm not afraid to admit it. I'm not a little boy who's afraid to admit that he got caught by a jump scare in a biopic. <laughs> they got me. They got me, you know. Good movie. I give it a I give it an A. A for uh, atomic, atomic bomb. But it wasn't. It did not bomb, as they say. People say a movie bombed. You know, a joke bombed. This did not. Pretty sure it made a lot of fuck. Fucking money. Pretty, pretty sure. But yeah, I didn't like. I didn't like how they uh, they had to make Oppenheimer Jewish. I mean, I know they didn't make him Jewish. I know that's just like he was Jewish, you know. But I, I, I don't know, man. I like it when I like it when Jews are not. Um, at the center of a movie about creating weapons. You know, I like movies about people who make weapons when they're not Jewish. You know, it's, it's, I just, I just don't like, I just don't like people looking at Jews, you know? It's okay, you can be near Jews, just don't look at us. Just look, don't, you know, it makes me uncomfortable. Makes me makes me uncomfortable, you know. We get way too much, and it's like, but and I don't mean don't look at Jews at all. Let me, I don't know if I'm being clear with my words right now. Let's take a step back. In 1931, <laughs> let's take a step back here. Um, before uh, the Romans invaded Israel, you know, um. I don't know, man. You know, it's it's uh, it's a weird thing because supposedly people keep telling me that there's like basically no Jews. Oh, look who it is. Should I answer this call on the podcast? 
You know what? Fuck it. You guys get a special treat today. It's Sam Foreman. What's up, Sam Foreman? You're live on the podcast. Yeah, you get you got your special your privileges return because uh, because it's on the phone though you're not allowed in person. That's okay. I'll take the L on that one. All right, what's up, dude? Um, so Shabbat's over now. Yo, you want to come to a concert in Brooklyn? Yeah, I was gonna ask what you Yeah, I'll call you after I'm done potting. I'm give me like ten more minutes. Cool. All right, see. You. All right. How rude this guy! Oh my god, doesn't he know that I have shit going on? I'm talking to myself in my apartment. I'm busy, bro. Busy, busy, busy. But yeah, I don't know. I don't, it's, so supposedly, supposedly, supposedly there's like, what, 15 million Jews in the world or something like that? I don't remember the exact numbers. I don't remember the exact number tattoos. I don't, I don't, my dad's a Holocaust survivor. Um... I don't know the exact amount of Jews in the world, but supposedly it's not that many. And then, but also like like a third of like Nobel Prize winners are Jewish. And we keep telling people that as if it's something to be proud of. But I, I don't know, man. When I hear that statistic, I don't hear, wow, Jews are so hardworking and contribute a lot to society. I hear the Jews control the Nobel Prizes. That's what I hear. Now, is that wrong? Probably. It probably is just because Jews are smarter than you. That's probably the real reason why we win so many Nobel Prizes. It's because we're better than everybody else. That's the real reason why. But most people don't want to think that. Most people don't want to believe that the Jews are just better people. No one wants to believe that. And what they'll see is, oh, they control everything, you know? They give preference to their other Jewish people, you know? And that's why they win all the prizes and we don't get no trophy. That's my non-Jew voice. <laughs> it's a Rosbelski. <laughs> you know, and listen, listen. Am I saying that the Jews control the Nobel Prize thing? No, that's not what I'm saying. Hear me clearly. I am not saying that the Jews control anything. We don't control anything, bro. Every single Jew has never controlled anything ever. All right? That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that we should stop bragging about shit. That's all I'm saying. The only thing the only thing we should brag about is athletes. You know? Sandy Koufax. We should bring up Sandy Koufax more often. Because um he's uh you know, he's our guy. Sandy Koufax wouldn't throw on Yom Kippur. No, so I said Yom Kippur. It's cuz I'm playing for a a mixed crowd right now. <laughs> Ah, it was just my own people. I would say Yom Kippur. Yo, would I actually Yom Kippur? I definitely wouldn't say Yom Kippur. I might say Yom 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 Kippur, Yom Kippur, or Yom Kippur, depending depending on if it was like a Zionist slant or like a yeshivish slant. You know, I code switch all the time. Somebody said I'm like a chameleon. Rosbelski said that he listened to like five episodes of this podcast. God bless him, and he said I'm like a chameleon. You know, 
I believe that. I believe I'm like a little lizard that changes its skin to blend in with its surroundings. You know? Uh, where's my Nobel Prize? That's, you know, if they're just giving these out to Jews, like, like, do I have to, like, submit, like, a Google form? Like, where do, you know? I mean, the only one I guess I would ever possibly be able to get is the peace one, and that's, like, the hardest one to get. Because I'm not, like, the other ones you need to actually, like, be smart in something. The peace one, you just got to, like, get a lot of attention, you know, or, like, win an election. You know, I'm, I feel I'm much more likely to win any sort of election then fucking, like, discover something scientific or, like, figure out the economy, you know? Like, that's... If I'm ever... If I'm ever going for one of those... One of those NPs, one of those Nobels, you know? Definitely the peace one. You know, I like peace. Who doesn't like peace? <laughs> I can think of 1.7 million people... <laughs> Oh, dear God. I'm trying not to talk about it. You know, I talked about it too. I was listening to one with Sammy. I talked about it too much. You know, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is Jews, Yidden, let's be a little self-aware. That's it. Just be a little, a little self-aware. You know, coming from a guy <laughs> talking to a microphone in his par apartment by himself who's trying to be a stand-up comedian just have a little self-awareness okay just <laughs> just listen to yourself talk okay that's it that's it all that's all i'm saying i don't know i don't know man it's tough world war three huh i'll tell you something though is i'm not going to war no sir i'm not unless they make me if they make me go to war i'll go to war but if they don't make me go to war I'm not going to war. I'm I'm gonna stay here. I need to do this pod. There's no way. There's no way they let me do this podcast at the war. You know, there's no way that there'd be like a place <laughs> a place where I could just be like, "Excuse me, I need like 20 minutes to 2 hours to just like sit and like like, you know, express myself." They'd be like, "What are you talking about? Dude, it's your turn to to watch." To watch the fence, you know? There's no time for podcasting when you have a fence that you, you're responsible for, you know? That's I'm so grateful that I don't have like a fence that no one's no one's ever put me in charge of a fence. I'd be the worst. <laughs> I'd be the worst guy to put in charge of any fence. I would let anybody in. You know? Cause I don't want people to think that I'm like an asshole, you know, or like a douchebag, you know. No, you want to come in, bro? Yeah, I don't, yeah, just, just, yeah. What is that, a knife? Yeah, I have a gun, you'll be fine. Oh, and then I'm dead. That's how war works, right? I don't want to be like a, some douchey, some douchey soldier, you know. What does it mean to be douchey? Is it just mean to like be a confident man? <laughs> You know, uh, I think it's more, it's more than there's definitely, there's a way to be confident without being douchey, but I don't know. I know a lot of really low confidence guys who it would be better for them to be at least a little bit douchey, you know, just, just, just try, just try it on for size, you know? And like what I've noticed is like, it, 
women love to like hate douchey guys, but then they also have sex with them. Cause a douchebag, I believe, comes from the French word for like uh uh pussy washer. Right? Like it's it's something you use to clean your pussy, I think. I I've never used a I don't I've never purchased one. Or a douche. A douche is like uh I don't know. What's a douche bag though? It's like a bag of douches or it's like I don't know. You know, I mean, listen, be a good guy. Try, try, try to be a good guy. If you if you can't, all right, you know. There's wars. There's people who are actually killing each other. Nothing you do or say is going to be as bad as killing another person. Unless you say, hey, you with that gun, go and shoot both of those people. That's like, and then you could get progressively worse than that. But that's the least bad thing you could say that's worse than killing someone. Right? Like, physically killing somebody, that is way worse than any words you will ever say unless those words are, hey, you, go shoot those two people. And then they do it. And then it gets, you could just say, hey, you, go shoot those three, four, five, eleven thousand, whatever it is. That's a random number. I don't know where that came from. I have no idea where that number came from. It came from the Hamas Ministry of Health. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, listen, if I... If I was like a Russian, I'd probably not like Ukraine. I'd probably be like, yeah, let's go fuck up those Nazi Jews, you know? That's probably what I would say if I was a Russian person. You know, I'm an American person. That means uh, that I eat too much and I'm lazy. That's, uh, you know, that's what it means to be in it. That's my birthright. And I'm not talking about birthright like the sex trip that Jews go on when they turn 18. I'm talking about my birthright as an American to be a loudmouth douchebag like this. You know, all I'm saying is why did Oppenheimer have to be Jewish? And it's like, he doesn't even look, he's got, he's like blue eyes. There's no way the guy, maybe he had blue eyes. Jews have blue eyes sometimes. I don't know. It was just like, he had to be Jewish. You know, the guy that made like the worst thing ever. (laughs) It really is. It's like the atomic bomb is like the worst thing. Like what's worse? What's a worse thing than the atomic bomb? Gangnam style? No, ha ha ha. That was so hack of me. That was so dumb. I love Gangnam style, honestly. I used to blast that shit all. Should we play it again? That's how we're going to end this podcast. We got to end this here. I got to call Sam Foreman back. But Alexa, play Gangnam style on Spotify. Gangnam style by Sai from Spotify. Oh, hell yeah. Here we go, folks. It's been good. But now I gotta be out. Thank you very much. Gangnam Star.